Are you near retirement and facing a layoff? You may have some important decisions to make regarding your 401k. If you don't work there, should your money stay? This decision could be critical to your retirement. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services have worked with many families with these types of decisions and understand your options. We can look at the options for your 401k that could save you on taxes down the road. Call Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services and schedule your complimentary 401k review at 863-285-3815. Philip and the team are ready to assist you no matter how, by phone, video, or with an in-person visit. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team today for your 401k review. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. On Wall Street this morning, Philip Statler and I were discussing what the heck is going on today, and quite frankly... We're a little confused because a whole lot of stuff is in a holding pattern until 2 o'clock this afternoon. Let's go downtown and see how Philip's doing today. Philip, how's, uh, how's life and how's the cold today? Hey, I'm, I'm other than just a little tickle in my throat, I, I'm definitely sounding a heck of a lot better than you are. Oh, yeah, mine is, uh, mine is vibrating back and forth between my chest and my schnoz, and for the moment it's in my schnoz and I'm draining today, so... I, I was whining at somebody last week when this cold bit me, and I spent a year and a half being a really, really good boy, wearing a mask everywhere I met, went, and I, I missed my winter cold last year. Well, I got a little bit looser. I'm still more careful than many, but as soon as I started taking the mask off and not worrying about stuff, yep, on comes my normal December cold, and I'm not enjoying it one little bit. Yeah. So... That's so much for health maintenance. Yesterday looked like kind of a whole steady day on Wall Street, everything being relative to the panics that we've got. NASDAQ got its butt kicked a little bit, down by 178, 176 points. But the Dow was, quote, only down 106. And the NASDAQ was, quote, only down 35. And from some of the dips I saw during the day, it could have been worse, couldn't it? Yeah, it definitely could have been worse, no, no doubt. And, and, it, and I think it all hinges on what uh, what Jerome Powell comes out with today. I think there's some fear in there of uh, what the Fed is going to come out with today. And so I think we're seeing some move to safety, taking some money off the table. Um, and and that's kind of what the interest rates are telling us too right now. Uh, they uh, they're they're down somewhat compared to what they have been. Yeah, the, the indication is always when the bond rates fall, that indicates people are buying more bonds, which ends up meaning that the yield goes down on them. And uh, that's an indication that some of the heavy money guys are not optimistic from the standpoint of short term on the market uh, that the Fed's going to do the right thing. And we're, we're going to kind of restate something you and I were talking about yesterday, the right thing for the economy might not be the right thing for the short-term future of the marketplace because, yeah, we got to tighten up the money supply somewhat. The Fed could very well risk doing it too much, might risk not doing it enough, but, you know, the short-term market for the future is a raise, uh, a, short, uh, a tightening of the money supply, meaning a tapering of bond buying, is not beneficial to the 7, 8, 10-day outlook for stocks. So we're kind of in one of those things where good news is bad news and bad news is good news here. Well, it really is. You know, I mean, let's face it, our money supply has been flowing like a drunken sailor and, and it continues to move. And so, 
you know, the Fed does have to do something. Something does have to be done. Um, you know, you and I both agree it could have been done earlier with less pain, but but I think no matter what they do now, it, it is going to to bring a lot more volatility into the marketplace and thus bring a little bit more pain than what people will want to deal with. Absolutely. And with the wholesale price index bumping its nose on double-digit inflation numbers that we ended up getting earlier this week, uh, it wouldn't shock me much if the rumor mill that I was quoting yesterday comes true, uh, that the Fed decreases the amount of bond buying they're doing by considerably more than conventional wisdom was suggesting. And that could end up being kind of a body blow to a whole lot of interest-sensitive stocks, and a lot of them reside on NASDAQ, which is why we've got so much of a bigger drop in the NASDAQ yesterday than the other two indexes. Well, that, that's true. And, and yeah, that's why I talk so much about making sure that you've got that relationship between risk and safety um, properly allocated within your portfolio, because then you can ride through these waves because you've got enough over on the safe part of the portfolio that um, that, that, that part at risk, you know, yes, it's going to be... Um, for some people, it may be terrifying to watch it move uh, drastically, but to remember that, hey, only half of my money's over there or only 30% of my money's over there, you know, gives them a better, bigger picture of what needs to happen. Absolutely. And that percentage, whether you're talking about the half, the third, or, you know, 10%, if you're really up there, uh, that number needs to, you know, that needs to vary by the individual circumstances and position and age of the person involved. So that's why we always push people to go to somebody like you to get a, uh, you know, a cold, a cold-blooded evaluation as to where you ought to be, not necessarily where your pipe dream has you, right? That's right. And there's two numbers that we really kind of look at is one is, you know, what is your comfort level for risk? And then what is your propensity to handle risk? And those can be two different numbers, right? Your comfort level versus what your facts and circumstances stay, the amount of risk is you should be taking. Um, and, and you want to be somewhere in between those two numbers. Absolutely. Uh, bringing us up to the morning after what looks like one of those, oh my Lord, we're scared days at Wall Street yesterday. We might have another one today because the economic figures the government dumped on us this morning, not exactly what we had in mind. Retail sales during the month of November, I mean, this is vital stuff going into the uh, heavy shopping season. We expected retail sales in November to go up by eight-tenths of a percent. We end up, uh, went up only by three-tenths of a percent, and it didn't help a bit when you pulled auto and gas out of it. We were expecting a nine-tenth of a percent increase, only got two-tenths of a percent. That's a really tepid start to the Christmas shopping season in November, isn't it? Yeah, it really is, and um, that's, that's a pretty big miss when it comes to retail sales. And I'm, I'm looking at what it was in October. And it's dismal compared to October. Yeah. You know, October retail sales were up 1.8%. So the, the expectation was we were already going to go up less than we did the prior month. But to go from eight tenths down to three tenths, that's a, that's a significant difference in expectations. Yeah. I kind of wonder whether or not the shop early mantra hit too many people to the face. I mean, October was a big surprise upward. I wonder if some of the Christmas shopping uh, bump went into October for the pleasant surprise we had there, and we ended up paying for it in November. 
And, and that's very possible because, you know, we, everybody was talking about, hey, shop early because of supply chain issues. If you see it, get it because it may not be there when you want it. And so that very well could have been the case, Dave, is that we moved stuff that would have been November sales into October. Yeah, because October was a big surprise to the upside, as I remember, and now November, a big surprise to the downside. I wonder if maybe a smooth 60-day average might not be a more accurate picture. Well, that, and let's see what December brings us, because it, maybe we average those three together and see how that compares to expectations. And, and that may give us a much better picture, given the supply chain issues that we've had and people pushing to buy earlier um, b b just because of making sure they could get what they wanted. Yeah, I've seen nobody re-predicting the uh, gain in business during the Christmas shopping season itself. Overall, we're still expecting to have a pretty healthy Christmas season this year. So I'm, I'm, my instinct is my, my bull crud detector is going off again. Uh, and I'm still thinking we might have just uh, listened to the supply chain horror stories too much and moved some of November's business into October. Uh, some good news out, the Empire State Business Index, I always describe that as one of the things that during normal times we blow the number off, but every bit of good news counts, and uh, it was up substantially up in New York this year, uh, this last month, wasn't it? It was, it was. It was better than, than the month before, and not and, and a lot better than what the expectation was. Especially, expectation was it for it to be up tw to 25 it was up to 31.9. So so that was good news there and better than the 30.9 it was in the prior month. So so that's good. And, and I have for you right now, Dave, the import price index. I know you couldn't find it a little while ago, but- um, Yeah, we were looking for that. So, so my tip sheet has expectations at six tenths of a percent uh, mm -hmm. increase in import prices. And the number came in at seven tenths of a percent. So um, a little bit higher than expectations, but a lot lower than what it was in October when, when import prices were up one and a half percent. Which once again, you talk about supply and demand. It seems to in, it seems to indicate that we just pushed a lot of activity, hence a lot of demand one month earlier this time around. It did definitely, when you look at all those numbers together, it definitely looks that way. Yeah, it kind of does. It's, draw, it's starting to flesh out kind of an interesting picture this year that people actually do listen to all the supply chain nightmare stores. Uh, not much going on as far as company reports are concerned. One might actually make a difference at the end of the afternoon. I've got the big home builder, Lennar Homes, supposed to be reporting at the end of the day today. Anything indicating good news on the housing front has got to help, given the uh, uncertainty we're feeling in the economy right now. Well, that, that's true, you know, because there continues to be that upward escalation in real estate prices. And, uh, and you know, there's, there's a lot of people that, that are on that bandwagon. And, and the question is, is, you know, where's the top and what does that look like? And are we, are we getting to a top when it comes to real estate? Nobody knows, right? Just like the, the stock market, nobody knows what's going to happen. But, but you start to think about those things as the prices continue to go up. Understood. So resetting the table in advance of a 2 p.m. release of the uh, Federal Reserve decisions, what they're doing with our money supply. And then Jerome Powell does a full press conference this time, not just an announcement, a press conference at 2.30. Uh, things are going to be a little unsettled. Kind of looks like a holding pattern after an off day yesterday where they took some money off the table. How are we doing 45 minutes early, Philip? It is kind of a mixed bag, but you're right. It's pretty flat across the board. I mean, the Dow has got a tinge of red to it right now. It's down $18. Uh, 
Um, the S&P 500 has got a tinge of green. It's up like $3.40. And the NASDAQ's up $3. So, you know, it's basically flat right now. Uh, on the commodities side, though, we got some, some red ink. Um, the silver's down a, about two-tenths of a percent. Um, gold's down a tenth of a percent. And then crude oil is down 1%. It keeps fluctuating between about $69.90 and $70 a barrel. Is it $70 a barrel right now? I'll take anything under 70 because that sounds like a bargain basement price right now. We're uh, looking at overseas markets by and large, and Asian, the Asian rim markets were generally off this morning at the early morning close. Makes sense after following us. Europe is kind of looking at us, and they're in the same holding pattern we are. Some are up by a quarter of a percent. Some are down by a quarter of a percent. No trend whatsoever halfway through Europe's trading day so far. We were talking about it earlier. Getting a pair of eyes to analyze my retirement plan really makes good sense, especially when the stock market can look like a seismograph sometime. That's not the way to plan a retirement. How do I find you to get those eyes, Philip? Devin, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Walk through our core retirement design to help them design the retirement they always dreamed of. Uh, check out our website, statlerfinancial.com. Hey, join us on Facebook. You know, hey, if you look at this every day. If you miss us, you can catch us on Facebook. All you have to do is search under Statler Financial Services, like and follow us there. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show. A little adjustment in the schedule. Um, 6 a.m. Uh, Saturday morning, 11.30. Is that still right, Dave? I think so, yes. 11.30. And then uh, Sunday morning, 10 o'clock on News Talk, 7.30 and on 95.3 FM. All righty. And then back here tomorrow morning to find out what the heck the Fed did this afternoon. <laughs> I feel like I need That's a right. drum roll or something, don't you? We'll have we'll have to be watching it too for sure. Absolutely. Have a good day, sir, and I'll see you then. All right, man. You too. Take care. It's one hundred five point seven Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Are you near retirement? Hey, folks. Again, I want to thank you for joining us today. We are halfway through this week. Today, the big news coming out from the Fed that could drive the markets up or down. About two o'clock today. Be watching for that. If you need anything, we're here to help serve our community when it comes to their financial and retirement needs. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 for our core retirement design. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.